What is going on, folks? Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As usual, I'm Nick Farabaugh. I write for Pittsburgh Source Now, Call Games, WPTS Radio, and IMA Production Assistant at ACC Network. And folks, today we have a pretty good episode. We will recap the Senior Bowl week for Kenny Pickett here in Mobile. Did he help or hurt his draft stock? We'll talk about it in his day three practice reps as well we'll also have interviews with kenny pickett and damari mathis live from mobile obviously i am back in pittsburgh right now but we got interviews with both of those guys down in mobile and they talked about a few things to work with down there that's all coming up here on locked on pit you are locked on pit your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, what's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, as always, thank you for making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day. As usual, always appreciate that. Make sure to leave feedback. Give all of that good stuff. Need it. Always love it. And, and I really, really do appreciate you guys. Do not know how much I appreciate all the feedback you guys give me. Now, today we do finish up our Senior Bowl talk and talking about the week guys had. Damari Mathis had a really good week, as we've talked about. A day three that, that he had was pretty good. Adamitis. Continues to get some legitimate buzz. But Kenny Pickett is is obviously the main topic of discussion. You know, how did how did Kenny Pickett play? How did Kenny Pickett look? Um, how did how did this dude play? Because Kenny Pickett is gonna 100 percent be the driver of this quarterback class hype train. Or so we thought. Malik Willis has absolutely gained a huge leg up. And so, you know, classifying Malik Willis's week isn't hard. Started off bad, continuously improved throughout the week. He was very good. Day one, you saw a pretty consistent Kenny Pickett, a guy that was able to throw the ball around, a guy that had a few underthrows outside the numbers, but for the most part, honestly looked completely fine. And so, Pickett had a really good first day, but then the rain came on day two and there were a lot of questions and we talked about that. And so, you know, the fumbles, um, the, the lack of ability to grip the football at a high level, there was a lot of different things that were very, very tough to classify with Kenny Pickett on Wednesday. And overall, the hand size concerns were there. However, he followed it up today with what I thought was a really good practice indoors. Obviously, they were using indoors with thunderstorms predicted to come into Mobile on Thursday. Pickett was slinging it around. He made a few really nice reads in the seven-on-sevens, worked the concepts well. I thought he looked comfortable. I thought he had a real big bounce back day. I thought he looked better than he did on day one. I thought this was his best day of the week. And so, you know, I don't want to harp too much on it because Kenny Pickett looked just like I've seen Kenny Pickett look all year in this, in the, on this day. You know, like when I saw him play against Wake Forest, when I saw him play against Virginia, 
this is what I saw Kenny Pickett play like. And that's what he looked like today. It was like watching Kenny Pickett, who he was this entire year. So how do you classify a week for Kenny Pickett where, to be quite honest with you, there wasn't a defined path? Because it started out pretty solid, then took a dip down, and then went back up. It's an inconsistent path, which is kind of weird for Pickett. But I, I've started to develop essentially what I think of Kenny Pickett. And what I think this this quarterback class is, who I think the quarterback class is interested in. And I'll say this. I think Kenny Pickett solidified himself in the top three quarterbacks this week. I think he showed out to in those I think he showed out this week enough to the point where he at least kept his stock afloat. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact, the Panthers love Kenny Pickett. You know, I was talking to people in Mobile down here. That was a badly kept secret. If you thought Malik Willis and the Steelers were a badly kept secret, so is Kenny Pickett and the Panthers. And teams love Kenny Pickett's floor. And I think Kenny Pickett proved that floor this week. You know, the ability to move out of structure. He makes great off-platform throws. He's a guy that was a leader. He's always vocal. You know, making the right reads. He might have not as ha- had as many wild plays as a guy like Carson Strong or a guy like Malik Willis. And clearly, he didn't have the great arms that those guys have. But he was accurate. He was decisive. He was making off-platform throws. He was making things happen out of structure. And I thought that's where, really, Kenny Pickett developed his acumen this week and really got the clout among teams. And I think it solidified himself probably as a top 15, top 20 draft pick. That's the that's the point here is that even with that inconsistent kind of nature to the to the event for him, he was a guy that absolutely solidified his draft prospect because he he was the guy that you saw on tape. And I I, I know you, when you look at the rain issues on Wednesday, it can be concerning especially for the hand size things. It's not going to alleviate concerns. For some teams, they're going to pass on Pickett because of it. They'll take Matt Corral. They'll take Malik Willis if they're there. And I understand that. But let's really let's really take a step back here and go for a second. He has tape of many rain games. And his tape isn't bad in those games. So why should I be overly concerned about that? when When he plays in the rain, he's been, for the most part, rather – Rather fine. And so, you know, it's it's one day of practice. It hurt him. But I think this is a guy that you're looking at a first-round draft pick for sure. You're looking at a top three quarterback in this class. It depends on what other teams think of guys like Malik Willis and Matt Corral and, you know, even Sam Howell thrown in there. I think those are your first-round quarterbacks based on what I heard uh, down here in Mobile. I think it's going to be those four working into the first round and seeping into that conversation. And so when you look at Pickett, teams are going to love his floor. You know, not everyone's going to want to take the upside risk with a guy like Willis. You know, and the smart money might say to do that, but teams are going to want the floor and the sure thing in Pickett. You know what you're getting in Kenny Pickett. You're getting a guy that can make things happen out of structure, that can make off-platform throws, that has enough arm strength to make decent throws. He's accurate. He's pretty decisive. He does have his issues with dealing with pressure. He does have his issues with the hand size. He does have a few issues that will pop up. 
but you know you're probably going to get a pretty high floor. Kenny Pickett screams to me a decade-long quarterback in the NFL. I think he showcased that. I think he showcased it all year. I think the practices reiterated that. You know, I've seen Kenny Pickett play for five years here at the University of Pittsburgh, and this was what Kenny Pickett looked like all week. It was Kenny Pickett. If you watched his tape, you knew who Kenny Pickett was, and this was Kenny Pickett. And so I thought Kenny Pickett proved to people that this was who he was. He he really backed up his tape and said, this is who I am. And teams are going to take him early because of that. It's a, it's a bad quarterback class. And in a lot of other classes, he wouldn't go that high. But in this one, he's done a nice job of making himself the safe option. He's the option you take when you want that high floor, probably low side option. And that's what Kenny Pickett's game is. And that's okay. But this is a guy that is probably going to end up potentially being a top 10 draft pick. The, the Panthers absolutely love this guy. And the lowest I could see him going is 20 to the Steelers because I think the Steelers really like him, and Malik Willis is probably not going to be there at 20. So there's a lot of things to work into it. And now when you look at guy, Kenny Pickett, he's a guy that is absolutely not rising, but I think steadying. He, he's, he's been very steadfast, and he's been a guy that has – been very calm, cool, and collected, taking the process through. It doesn't matter what what really happens. But Kenny Pickett has never been phased by anything. You know, I, I caught up with him earlier today, too, um, at the Renaissance Hotel, and, and I was kind of talking with him, you know, maybe, you know, the, the Steelers news was getting a little bit old, and no, and, you know, the, the hand size stuff, and, 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 you know, playing with the rain and kind of what happened. And he's just a guy that, that – rubs it off and he's a guy that has an infectious type of leadership guys work around him guys want to play with him he's a guy that you want to rally around he's a guy that has the intangible qualities of a guy like you know maybe he doesn't have the franchise quarterback intangibles to me and I, I think that proved that I think his tape shows that but what he is is in this class a guy like that is a safe option when there's not a lot of safe in this class because, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that are low floor and low upside. And that's the worst combination. But those guys might go earlier in this draft just because it's a QB desert. Kenny Pickett is the high floor, low upside option. And that, by default, gets him into those top three quarterbacks. Malik Wills is a low floor, high upside option. Probably the only one, the, the only true dynamite option in this class. And so Kenny is working against him and we'll see who goes first, but I think Kenny Pickett has a good chance to be QB two off this board. And I came out of this thinking that he's going to be quarterback one on a few teams boards because he is that safe option. He proved who he is. They're going to love his intangibles. They're going to love what he is off the field. They're going to love what he brings to the culture of their team. That's the type of guy he is. That's the type of guy he showed himself to be this week. And that is exactly what Kenny Pickett wants to be at the NFL level. All right, folks, we'll have Kenny Pickett and Damari Mathis interviews coming up. But first, let me let you know about Bet Online. Because Bet Online has you covered with this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. Bet Online has the up to minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live. Real-time updates of current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. 
Hey, Pit fans, this is Nick Farabo with an incredible app everyone who needs gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two dollars to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code SCORE to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank that's code score all right folks welcome back to the locked on pit podcast heading over we're going to do this kenny pickett interview we'll take you to that interview live from mobile right now and charlotte talked about offering you a scholarship what do you remember about that process yeah i have a, a great relationship with coach rule obviously going back to high school is committed to him one time at temple uh, just remember how you know genuine of a person he was. It's really what stuck out to me, and how why I like Temple, um, his coaching style as well. So uh, looking forward to seeing him soon. Yeah, I mean in the championship game, I'm not really thinking too much outside of winning a championship. Um, you know, every game, you know, I just think everyone's watching. So uh, really, that game was fun to win. Yeah, I mean, because coming from a pro style system and a West Coast terminology, um, coming into this week, hearing a lot of different offenses. I mean, the offense I'm in right now, the Jets, West Coast, uh, there's a lot of carryover from Coach Wibble's offense. Um, you know, kind of helped streamline the process a little bit. Still, still a different offense that I'm, I'm learning, and uh, yeah, it's, been, it's been fun to learn. But uh, I think it's definitely a benefit for me going to the next level. Uh, that's a, I mean, I think I just like to watch, you know, football in general. You know, I just watch a lot of the NFL games and kind of learn from those guys. Yeah, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best in the game. Joe Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert's a great player. And there's so many of the guys that I've watched this year that uh, you know, you just kind of like, you know, watch, you're not watching as a fan, you're kind of a fan, you're watching as, you know, like film, like a breaking out film and see how you can improve. So um, I'd say all those guys. I'm sure you've told the stories before, but did you ever do the fake slide in practice and then bust it out? Yeah, no, it's just, uh, I, mean, I don't think you can practice something like that and go to a championship game and try to execute it. It's just kind of a natural thing. Um, I can't really tell you why I did it or how I did it. It just kind of came in the like What's more? Yeah, I think you know the game really slowed down for me. Uh, you know, I kind of streamlined the process of preparing and watching film, being able to take that to the game field and execute at a high level. And also, we you know we have great players around me you know, on the outside, and we have, we have a tight end who's pro, and our back stepped up huge. So I think it was really a team effort. We all really you know, flourished this year. What's more important for you, going going high in the draft as a as a prospect, or going maybe lower to a team that's closer to competing, but maybe in a better overall situation? Uh, for as long as I can remember, all I want to do is get drafted. So I just want to you know, get that phone call. Um, that's what I've been dreaming of since I, I picked up a football. So 
Yeah, I think it just kind of comes with the job. Um, just focus on you know being the best player I can be to improve uh, whatever team I go to. I think you just kind of simplify it and uh, it'll be better for everyone. Just because he's a great person. I think it comes down to people first in this business and uh, being able to trust him. Talking to all the players that he's coached prior when I was you know, thinking about committing. <clears throat> That's really all that they talked about how great of a guy he is and how hard they play for him. So. Uh, um, I was born this way, man. I just throw the football. I don't know if it's an advantage or if it isn't. Uh, I just know I can throw with it, so it's all good. Say again? I have. Yeah, be, like I said, I mean, it's, that's my second home. Uh, you know, lived in Pittsburgh for five years, really. Um, loved every second of it. Met so many great people. Um, and, you know, obviously the Steelers are right next door. I'd be able to build more relationships in that city and, and uh, continue to play for Pittsburgh. Who was the player you liked, you know, growing up? That was that guy for you. Who did I like growing up? Yeah. I was a huge Eagles fan, so Donovan McNabb was my guy, man. That was my, I used to go so many games with my dad growing up. So I'd say, yeah, McNabb for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever uh, like I mean, media catches on to something, you guys are gonna run that thing into the ground until you can't anymore. So I mean, I think it's funny. At, th at this point, it's just the you know, it is what it is. Um, just gotta take it in stride and and uh, move it on. In terms of like picking a school, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would matter where they went to school. I mean, that's just kind of how they were going to raise me, regardless. Um, but really, I was happy to go to Pittsburgh because they could all, you know, drive to my games and, and be at every one, and they made every away game. So, family's the most important thing to me, and uh, I was happy they were able to do that. Yeah, I've spoken to them. I mean. He's just the, the best ever, I think. I don't think there's too much of a debate uh, to play as long as he did, stay healthy and, and consistently play at a high level you know, until his last season. Um, I think that people were saying this was probably one of his better seasons. I think statistically is is crazy to be in there. It's 22 years, so it's it's unbelievable uh, accomplishment and a guy that you know I've watched since I was born, really. Um, so just really just kind of showed everyone how to do it right. Yeah, they went, they went well. I mean, they're going to continue to get more in-depth you know, as we go. This is the first really stage of the process. Uh, I know there's a lot to come after this week, but I think it was a great start. Uh, briefly, yeah. I mean, there's, there's more times uh, later in the week. They kind of split it up. Uh, so I think Thursday night I'll have more time. Um, so really just enjoying every, every every interview process that I've gone through so far with each team. Everyone's different. Um, so it's kind of cool to see how everyone goes about it. I have, I have, yeah. They were one of the, the first teams I talked to, I think, when I got here. Um, everyone kind of has their time slots and we move around. So, um, but yeah, I enjoy, like I said, I've enjoyed really every interview. Everyone goes about it differently, asking kind of the same questions in different ways. But, you know, we're asking you to talk about your system and kind of detail that out. So, um, I've really enjoyed it so far.
first time I'm hearing of it. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I don't think any any player really is going to care about the, the name of the team that they go to. They just want to get on the team. So, uh, yeah, that, that's awesome. have a successful career that's what everyone's kind of striving for um, I think it's hard to make those assumptions before we've even taken an NFL snap or you know played any games so I think that's kind of down the road we'll see how everybody does and, and then you can make that decision what's it been like yeah I mean really haven't got a chance to enjoy it too much I mean it's just been you know a grind all day with what we have doing here with the interview process and the meeting and, and trying to master a playbook before we can go out there and practice uh, got here a few days earlier and you know, was able to hit some restaurants, and it was awesome. People are really friendly, so um, you know, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I mean, obviously not a fan. I'm a fan of all 32 right now until you know April comes around, and I know who I'm playing for. So. Um, I don't, you know, just taking it day by day. It's a unique process. Um, really trying to enjoy it as much as I can. Yeah, I mean, I think there, there's benefits to both. It's kind of learning by experience and then learning by, you know, watching and taking the mental reps. You know, I'm prepared to do both. Whatever, whatever the team needs me to do to dress me, if that's going into play, you know, I'll be as prepared as I can be. If it's to sit and learn, I'll learn as best I can for maybe ready when my time is called. So um, I've been in both situations previously, you know, and I had to do both. Um, so I'm um, experienced in both areas and I know how to kind of go about my business that way. Yeah, I have talked to the Panthers, and the strategy is to be myself, I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they want to hear you as a person first, they're asking a lot of personal questions that you can get into your offense, and show them, you know, kind of your football IQ, so really it's just be myself, and then just, uh, you know, be very detailed in all my descriptions of the One more Yeah, I mean, it was a great time for Temple football. I mean, I, I'm close to Philly, like an hour 15, so I, I really love the proximity to my house. Um, they were trending up where I, I knew, you know, bigger schools would be calling, and he ended up leaving like a month after I decommitted. So, uh, you know, I really wanted to see the other schools, too, that I was getting recruited by. I didn't think it was right to be visiting other schools uh, while committed to one. So uh, I think it kind of, you know, each party kind of knew what was going to happen at the end of the day, I think. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I had the chance to you know, have those interactions with Coach Will. The biggest thing? I would just say consistency. Um, you know, everyone wants to say that you know the last season was a kind of a flash in the pan deal. Um, I think if you played a high level for 13 games, I don't think that's you know by luck. So uh, I just want to come down here and show how consistent I am to, to play at a high level. Yeah, I don't think it has been a really big topic because of where I play in college. I, you know, if I think if I played it in LA or something, that would be more of a discussion. But you know, 
playing in Pittsburgh late November, early December. Obviously not, not great weather, so I have some good experience there. Good. Thank you, guys. All right, folks, it was great talking to Kenny. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We'll have Damari through the next break. However, first, folks, let me let you know about Built Bar because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. If you want all of the benefits of a protein bar while still getting great taste and not chalky, waxy food that you have to just choke down in order to stay healthy, Built Bar is what you need. You want to eat healthy, Built Bar has you, and it's covered in 100% real chocolate, but it's low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, and high in protein, so you get all of those benefits without the health downsides. And listen, there's so many different flavors. Peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel mint brownie. And that's just the tip of the iceberg because there's more limited time flavors on Built.com to make sure to check that out. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, all you have to do is use the code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast here as we round out the show. And we will go to Damari Mathis, my interview, and Noah Strackbean, uh, who writes for SI Steelers. We talked to Damari Mathis yesterday at the All Media Breakfast. And here is Damari Mathis, and here's the interview. We'll go to that now. Yeah. Damari, man, I mean, you had a hell of a day yesterday just on film to get, like, three pass breakups. How did it feel to put some really good tape on just out here in Mobile? Oh, yeah, it just felt good getting back, uh, putting the pads on. Uh, last time I put on pads with ACC championship, so it's always good to get back out there and show what I can do. I love competing, so anytime that I can get out there and show that I can compete, uh, I, I step to the challenge. Uh, I feel like... Yesterday was a really good day, but it's a lot of stuff on film. I feel like I can play a lot of What are you looking to improve on today? Uh, uh, today, just uh, just reading up the hip more. Um, you know, I be on a lot of uh, you know, top of a lot of receivers, so just you know, tailor my speed, uh, just plan to my to my uh, to whoever I'm guarding, and just reading up that hip better. But also like adding my footwork and like my stance. What, what uh, I mean, obviously, same building. What kind of relationship do you have with guys like Mike Tomlin and the Steelers? Mike Tomlin, uh, he, he's a really, like, uh, players coach. Uh, I talked to him a little bit when he was at Pitt. Like, he's, a, he's a real cool coach. So, uh, just that aspect of uh, And then before practice, I think he said a little something. What is, is Pittsburgh a place? I mean, Kenny said it, it'd be unbelievable to stay in the city. Do you feel kind of the same way? Yeah, that, it'd be a crazy, like, thing to just get drafted you know, I gotta ask, playing in that press man quarter scheme with Coach Narduzzi and, and those guys, it feels like you you were made for these one on ones. Like it's it's you do that in the game all the time. Is that do you think that yeah. helps you a lot down here? I'm not gonna lie. The big reason why I came to Pitt is because of the way we play our defense. You know, just all the guys that we had go throughout the league. Uh, it definitely has prepared them for the league because, like you said, we're always put in those situations. So um, when we do stuff like that, you know, the races, you know, it's just, we're used to we're used to like having no help. You know, man, oh man, play your leverage and you know, just make a play. So I'm used to that. 
Have you had like any contact with Demar about this? I know he was here last year. And yeah. He kind of helping you guys through the process yeah, and everything. Yeah, I just talked to him too. That's crazy. Um, he just kind of guided me throughout the process. How I was gonna be, what to expect. Um, but mostly, just he was just telling me like, just be yourself, be you. People gonna love you, and just don't change that. What's it been like with these meetings? I mean, I'm certain it's hectic for you. Have you been trying to show your personal side through? Is that the biggest thing for you right now? Um, yeah, the meetings, they, they've been crazy. I've never done nothing like this in my life. But, um, you know, I'm still enjoying it, having fun with it. And just, you know, just bringing some energy in those meetings. You know, we've been there, like, probably all day, like four hours. But just, just being able to bring that energy and just show people who we really are, I think that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I feel like for you with that press man quarter scheme, transition to the defenses here might be a little different. You don't run that all the time. How's the transition for you as you're switching to actually stuff, you know, like cover three, cover two? I know you guys ran into pit, but this is legitimately, like, different now. Yeah, um, I feel like even though um, it's like a lead, uh, lead concept of how we run our things, running, like, new stuff, NFL stuff, like, it's normal with Jets now. Uh, I feel like Pitt definitely prepared me, though, for all that. Um, it's like some of the same terminology, some of the same type of techniques, so it's like I really don't have a problem with it. It's just like new checks and stuff because it's a new team, but it's like all of it is really kind of the same in a sense. Is that something Coach Narduzzi tries to do? Is that Coach Bates, or does it go all the way down to, you know, Coach Collins or Coach Sanders? I know Everybody. You. The whole, the whole coaching staff, Doozy, Coach Bates, Coach Collins, they all use the same terminology, same techniques, and it's like, it's weird because, like, I hear them saying it with the team that I'm playing with, and I'll tell them, like, oh, I could say that, you know. All of it is just crazy. Have you, uh, has anybody given you an indication on, on where you're looking to draft at this point, or is it too early? Do you think about that stuff at, or at all, like throughout the process? I mean, I've heard like at some point you gotta put it in your mind. Not really. I don't really try to focus on that. I just, you know, focus on what I can control. I can't control where I get drafted. I can only control uh, coming here, playing good, doing good at the combine, doing good at pro day, and you know, leaving the rest up to the team. That I fit in program. Does it, uh, I know that you haven't had many passes with him or against him yet, but you know, having Kenny here, familiar face. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's great. You know, like when you're going into something like that, you like, you don't know what's going on, you never did it before, and it's like quarantine. Uh, when you got somebody with you, it just makes it way better to like go through that. So, like, I, I, don't, I don't talk to Kenny so much. I don't talk to him up in interviews, so it, it's good having him here. You know, and he was my uh, my locker, my locker mate. So like, we knew each other. We always talked to each other. So that's great. How would you describe his personality? How do you describe him? Uh, he's just I don't know. Great character guy. Uh, I don't know. There's not too many people like him. He's a great leader. Uh, he's just a great person. More like in a sense of not even talking about football, great person. Um, cool dude that you want to be around. Uh, and he just like help, he just want to help help give his knowledge to like young people. Uh, his work ethic is really good. Uh, he's just like all around good dude. I think if you're wearing the glove, not too many quarterbacks do that. Do y'all give him yeah. a hard time about it or talk about it? Nah, at first when I seen him doing it, I was just like, okay. Yeah. He, just, he, he just did it all the way up to the end of the season, so I was like, okay, that's just his thing. So. Does, Everybody got their own little niche. So. Does it come out different? I don't know. I know you're not catching passes from him necessarily, but can you see a difference in what ball comes out? Or is it? 
don't know. It looks like it come out like better. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, you think, you, I mean, theoretically, you get better grip on it. Yeah, that's why quarterbacks yeah, would want to do that, but they yeah, don't. Yeah, nah. I think that's smooth, like a cool technique. I feel like he does get more grip on the ball when he wears two gloves. What are you said? You talk him up in interviews. Are you are you legitimately being asked? Hey, what's he like, or is it just like you know talking about teammates and stuff? Mm-hmm. And it, like some teams they'll talk about him. Some teams I just talk about him. Yeah. I saw you were playing in the slot a little bit yesterday. Actually, not just a little bit, a lot. Um, yeah. Obviously, you didn't do it a bit. They just they don't really have much of a nickel package. I mean, yeah, you guys do. I, I did, but, well, we did 2018, mm-hmm. and I started in that in two games. But after that, we really didn't run it much more. How's it, di- like, how's it just different playing in the slot? Leverage different? Your read's different? Uh, it's and- way different. Like, mm-hmm. technique got to be different. Mm-hmm. You got to know where your help is. Your leverage, like, you can't play, like, how you play on the outside mm-hmm. because you can't leverage them to the sideline as much. They kind of got, like, a two-way goal. Uh, mm-hmm. Your technique got to be on point. But more specifically, you got to be a real smart player. You got to know what you can what you can do, what you can't do. And specifically, you got to really know where your help is. Yeah, and I imagine... Is all the footwork different too that you use, or you try uh, to keep that same? It, it's, it's about like it's the same, mm-hmm. kind of the same, but you know you're doing a little bit more because like you know you might be rerouting, mostly dropping, buzzing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they call it all different mm-hmm. uh, type of terminology, but mm-hmm. like you don't really do that at corner. So mm-hmm. like I mean, I guess the the, the man aspect of the uh, footwork is kind of the same. Maybe the leverage is a little different, but. Uh, Pretty much the same. You're just doing way more stuff. So. <laughs> you you like the switch of the slot, or are you more? Oh yeah, yeah. Any any way I can get on the field, mm-hmm. slot corner, uh, outside safety if I have to. Like I'm, I'm all familiar with. It. I know how to play it all, so I don't have a problem. With it. And I think I'm physical enough. Is there someone I guess in the NFL that? Not just every pit player that you watch, like that you have mirrored your game after to some degree. Uh, I really don't mirror my game after anyone, but. DB that I like a lot. I know probably everybody gonna say Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like just his swagger, his mindset, uh, his physicality, his athleticism, his speed is just like perfect prototypical corner. I feel like a lot of his traits kind of like are similar to how I play, but I'm just not six two, six three. So, yeah. I know that uh, the pit pit and the Steelers. That's con- that connection. I, I know some guys have had contact with stuff like Jared's talked to Chase Claypool. Have you ever talked to Joe Hayden? I mean, I know he's kind of the vet around the Steelers locker room, and he's been here your entire pit career. Have you ever talked to him, had any interaction? Yeah, not, not like, you know, talk to him a little bit, uh, just speaking to him, just, but like on that level, though, not really more than that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's crazy, man, but thanks. All right, folks, hope you enjoyed those two interviews with Kenny Pickett. And Damari Mathis, both really great guys, obviously, and both giving great insight for their experiences down the Senior Bowl and the transition as well, folks. Well, that's all for the week here down in Mobile. Next week, we'll talk Taekwon Underwood, the wide receiver coach hire. We'll talk a few comments from the press conferences and the transfers overall. We'll talk about all of that. We'll also talk pit men's basketball. Lots to talk about here around the pit programs. So all of it's coming up next week on Locked on Pit. As always, folks, thanks for listening. And as always, hail to pit.